building wealth and enjoying a freedom lifestyle is a dynamic process and you need to stay committed to your goals and be resilient in the face of challenges and maintain you know that growth oriented mindset I tell people, you know, if you're continuously seeking a way to be learning and improving and you're not hesitating to seek advice from, you know, a qualified person, I I talk to a lot of people about this as, you know, a financial person. If you're not talking to a financial expert or you don't have a mentor, it's very important that you get valuable insight along the way to help you achieve your goals. Are you ready to turbocharge your financial IQ? Hey friends, my name is Murray Miller and I want to welcome you and your family to the Family Business Podcast where every episode is designed to keep you focused and on track to live a life free of financial stress, worry, and fear. Would you like to know the exact powerful money strategies that not only our immediate family has implemented, but also our extended family of thousands and thousands of people around the world? Well, then let's get on with it and let's begin building a financial wall around your family. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Murray and I'm excited to be back. I've got so much information that I'd like to share with you today on this episode. And I want to say thank you to everyone that has been actually commenting and getting in touch with me and texting me over the last couple of weeks. The last few episodes have done extremely well. Our listenership has gone up a tremendous level. As a matter of fact, we did over 10,000 downloads now. So I am excited to see that people are really enjoying this content and responding to it and giving me feedback, which is really the whole point of it. So with that being said, sort of as a special episode today, I'd like to just kind of go through a set of criteria or goals or steps, if you want to call them that, to building incredible wealth and enjoying a freedom lifestyle along the way. So let's dive right in. Let's talk about the first thing that I talked to everyone about when they're trying to get on a path towards success for financial reasons and for lifestyle reasons is to set clear goals. I mean, you have to literally define both your short and long-term financial goals and your lifestyle goals specifically. So if you determine the exact amount of wealth that you want to accumulate and the type of freedom that you desire and break down those goals into achievable milestones, the chances of your success are so much greater. I mean, literally hundreds times greater than just blindly working hard and you know trying to save money. Setting those goals are important. So that's step one. As part of step one, I want you to be super specific about what your goals are. So that means I want a number. So let's say, for example, you know, I want to have two million dollars in the bank at such and such an age, or you know, in certain amount of years. And I want to have a certain return on that money and I want to be able to work my business or my job, whatever it happens to be, for X amount of hours per week or, you know, whatever it is, 10 hours per week or, you know, uh, part-time, three days per week. Whatever your biggest goal is, you have to stretch, you have to think about it, you have to write it down and, and eventually you're going to chip away at this goal and it's going to become a reality for you and this is just how goals work. The second step 
that um, is going to help you achieve that freedom lifestyle is developing multiple streams of income. Now, you've heard me talk about this a lot. You're going to explore various income generating avenues such as investments, which would be stocks, bonds, real estate, mutual funds, cryptocurrencies, other financial instruments. Also, you're going to seek to create a side hustle, whether you're doing it in an entrepreneurial type business or starting a new one, maybe offering freelance services or creating digital products or something of that nature. And last but not least, you want to obviously create passive income. And we talk about passive income on this podcast all the time. And these are investments that generate consistent returns with minimal effort. It's not fully passive. It never is fully passive, but it can be quite a bit more passive than um, working a job or working a career that is 100% dependent on you. In addition to using investments to create passive income, there are also certain businesses like, for example, real estate, network marketing, um, other types of businesses that offer a residual or a passive income that you can look into to help you get to your goals. The next thing that I always uh, talk about to my clients and the people that I coach is to become knowledgeable about different investing options. So you want to invest wisely, obviously. So it's important to educate yourself and truly understand the fundamentals of investing and the specific markets that you're interested in. And then once you start to understand it and you understand the markets you're in, always think about diversifying. So you're spreading your investments across different asset classes to help you reduce risk. And that leads to risk management, which is basically a balance of your potential returns with your risk tolerance, which is how much you feel comfortable sort of gambling because it, you know, some investments are much more speculative than others. So if you're investing in a startup, for example, there is a pretty good chance that that may never start up or may start up very slow and it may take a long time to get your investment back as opposed to investing in a stock or a bond that has been around a long time like an Apple or a Coca-Cola, right? So there are different levels of risk that you need to be aware of and that you need to get really clear with yourself on what your risk tolerance is so that you can make wise investments. The next step that I'd like to talk about is just prioritizing yourself and your savings. Um, I always talk about automating your savings because if you set up automatic transfers from your bank account to your savings account and your investment accounts, it's much more likely that that's going to get done on a regular basis. The other thing is to have an emergency fund. So you're building an emergency fund to cover any unexpected expenses because they're always coming up. I don't have to go through examples here because I'm sure everyone's listening to this right now can think of three things that happened to them this year that they did not expect was going to happen and they ended up having to come out of pocket for that. But the most important part of prioritizing your savings is the third piece which is paying yourself first. You have to allocate a percentage of your income to savings before you're budgeting for your expenses. You have to make you the number one priority in that, in that whole scenario of I got paid, now I pay myself first, and then I pay everything else. I think the next step that I'm going to talk about, a lot of people just take for granted and they don't necessarily do it, and that's living below your means. Every single time I've heard of people getting a raise or coming into a windfall of money, whether it's a bonus or, or something that happened in their life where, you know, inheritance or something where money came in, they usually figure out a way to spend it as opposed to 
living below your means, budgeting and, you know, tracking your expenses and creating something for your savings and your investing that is going to happen on a regular basis. That's what you should be mindful of is differentiate between your wants and your needs and then focus on the essentials and the value driven purchases that you can make as opposed to just the luxury purchases, things that you don't necessarily need, but you just want. That's a skill that has to be honed and developed because that can make a huge difference in your overall wealth and your lifestyle down the road. Now, you guys know me and you know that I love learning. I'm always going to uh, events. I'm going to um, any kind of class situation, whether it's online or in person, learning about new things. I think continuous learning is very, very important for number one, skill enhancement. I mean, identifying skills that are relevant to your income streams and continuously upgrading them. And also just to have knowledge, whether it's industry knowledge and in something that you just want to stay up to date on that's going on in your business and the industry trends that are going taking place, emerging technologies, shifts in the market. Those are all things that are part of the continuous learning segment of becoming very successful um, financially as well as having that lifestyle to enjoy it. The next piece of the pie is leveraging technology. I think that, um, you know, we've talked enough about this with ChatGBT and other um, artificial intelligence and quantum computing in one of our recent episodes. Anything that has to do with being part of the online world and an online venture, you have to be able to explore ways in order to leverage technology, whether you're in the e-commerce business or digital products or you're offering online courses or you're working remotely. Any of these things will dictate you leveraging technology in order to make your life easier and create a freedom lifestyle. And I think automation tools are very, very important for that, especially for routine tasks to streamline processes and manage your investments as well. Um, once you've started leveraging technology, I think that it's important that we always stay green and keep growing. And I think the one way we can do that is to network strategically. So there are a lot of networking events. I mean, if you're uh, whatever specific industry that you're in, if you're attending conferences and seminars and workshops to connect with your peers and other experts, I think it's going to help you create the lifestyle that you're looking for. And there are a lot of online communities too, as most of you know, you know, join professional networks, uh, social media groups that like to engage with like-minded individuals. That makes a huge difference in your networking. So from the networking stage, you have to go into, my opinion, is to embrace failure and risk because there's a lot of information out there that will tell you that without failure, you can't have success. You can't always be winning. There's going to be things that are going to go wrong. And if you embrace that and use a little bit of risk assessment, if you will, to evaluate potential risks that are associated with investments and ventures, and then do some risk mitigation by having you know a contingency plan to manage your unexpected setbacks i think that just planning for that to embrace that failure and that possible risk is going to help you in the future because you know that it could happen and you're prepared for it so you're not going to be blindsided by it the next thing we should talk about is optimizing your time management because 
Um, we all have 24 hours in a day. You've heard this before. I think it's important to prioritize using techniques like, um, you know, focusing on tasks that align with your goals and getting the, the tough stuff done at the beginning part of your day as opposed to waiting till the end of the day. And then I think most importantly, delegating tasks that don't necessarily require your direct involvement. Delegation is a huge management hack that a lot of people are, you know, that are solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, they don't do a very good job delegating and therefore they're always required to be part of almost every decision that takes place in what they're doing. And that is not going to create a freedom lifestyle. Um, you know, this is to me, this is just working smarter, not harder, right? You want to work smarter, not harder. You want to have efficiency in your life. So identifying those tasks that yield the most significant results and allocate your time accordingly to those income producing activities will make a huge difference for you in the long run. And, you know, then just use some productivity techniques or hacks like implementing techniques like time blocking and focused work periods where you're just doing what you have to get done, the task at hand, and that's all you're going to concentrate on and not let yourself get distracted is going to make a huge difference. Um, I'm a big believer in, you know, maintaining a good work-life balance and setting boundaries so that you are defining specific work hours and personal time, especially for us entrepreneurs, because this will certainly prevent burnout if you have certain amount of hours you're working and then when you're done you're done i mean there's always going to be things that can happen but in the in the meantime you've got a set of hours that you're working and i i, I say this with a complete and utter 100 percent understanding that it doesn't always work that way but at least you can start by saying i'm going to be working from 1 p.m to 4 p.m today those are my working hours and then engage in those activities 100 percent and don't forget about yourself i mean self-care is important and I, i've talked about this before you want to definitely engage in activities that will rejuvenate you both physically and mentally because that'll make you even better when you're getting back on the routine of you know practicing mindfulness and having mindful habits like developing a uh, a daily meditation or enhancing your focus to reduce stress. And, uh, you know, I've talked about uh, journaling, gratitude journaling, how important that is to, to reflect on the things that you're thankful for and maintain a very positive outlook. We can't underestimate how important that is in our lives, especially when you're trying to create not just uh, a great income and, you know, residual income, but also when you are trying to create a freedom lifestyle. One of the things that I have found that is very gratifying is charitable initiatives. And I have Susan to thank for a lot of this. She has a, a big, generous heart, and she loves to get involved in charities, sometimes a little bit more than makes me feel comfortable. But the truth is, if you allocate a portion of your wealth to support a cause that you believe in, it can really give you a feeling that you're making a difference. And I think that feeling, you know, even like maybe perhaps volunteering and dedicating your time and skills to an organization that makes a positive impact, that can make a huge difference in your freedom lifestyle because you feel as though you're part of helping other people achieve what you want. And I think you help enough people achieve what they want and you get what you want. That's usually how it works. Last thing I think I would talk about is, you know, having the ability to review and adjust 
your plan as you go. So going through like a regular review and, you know, assessing your progress against your goals and making adjustments as needed, I think is going to be a super way to stay adaptable, to stay open to new opportunities, be willing to modify your strategy. And, you know, based on things change, right? Changing circumstances. A lot of things can change in your life from from one month to the next and from one year to the next for sure. So remember that building wealth and enjoying a freedom lifestyle is a dynamic process. And you need to stay committed to your goals and be resilient in the face of challenges and maintain, you know, that growth-oriented mindset. I tell people, you know, if you're continuously seeking a way to be learning and improving and you're not hesitating to seek advice from, you know, a qualified person, I I talk to a lot of people about this as, you know, a financial person, if you're not talking to a financial expert or you don't have a mentor, it's very important that you get valuable insight along the way to help you achieve your goals. So um, hopefully this was helpful. And like I said, if you want to write down, I think I I rattled off about 15 different things um, that you can do in order to build your wealth, create a residual income, enjoy your life along the way to have a freedom lifestyle. I think those things are going to help you get on that path once and for all and feel like you're really making progress. That being said, guys, share this with some people that you love, that you care about, you know, your friends, your family, uh, your colleagues, whoever you think would uh, benefit from it. And if you haven't already, give us a review online because that will help more people find us. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to talking to you again, and we'll see you on the other side. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Family Business Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how you can join our growing family and begin implementing the success principles to building a financial wall around your family, you can go to thefamilybusiness.info forward slash call and you can schedule a call with us because we have saved a spot at the table for you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your family and the people that you care about. And we would love it if you would take a second to give us a five-star review to help future family members just like you find us. I leave you with this. In life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you believe, plan, and expect. Let's do this.